When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Orange and blue sunset in my high here in Broncos country. Let's get ready to ride. Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky. City. It's actually a beautiful, beautiful day. And uh, we got a big show planned. The the Studio A thing. Nope. <laughs> no, yes, you have to do it. It's dead forever. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, man. it is not. No, Henry it is not. Henry feels so much guilt for this N- now. No. He knows what no. he did. It, is that why you had the smirk the entire start of the, the show? <laughs> he looked yeah. really I was like, excited. what does he have up his back pocket? And in reality, it was what he didn't have <sighs> yep. up his back pocket. I actually pocket. had like four ideas. Wow. I don't uh, use them. <laughs> nope. Nope. Alex. You killed it. That's the, that was the main one. That was a good one. <laughs> Agonizing for last night. Mm. Was that on your list? No, no, no. Look at him. He feels so bad that <coughs> well, he's trying to bring it back. Like he killed it. If he's and not, now he's uh, trying to pump CPR. He's trying to pump life. I it. am going to come up with like a new thing, but uh. it's you know it's in the workshop phase. Well, you better make sure it's good, or Henry's gonna beat it. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Well, well, then I'll just kill it again. Start <laughs> well, there we go. What's, uh, we need more A words. So, Alex Forsyth Day yep. here on the DNVR Broncos podcast. Seventh round center. That's exciting. It's uh, hey, a big day. That's Oof. about the top of the list when it comes to draft excitement. Yeah, it's like, You got is. first round skill players, meh. Yeah. yeah. Fifth round punters, meh. Mm. Seventh round centers. There it is, That's baby. the meat of the draft. There it is, baby. And you know what's funny is uh, we could actually have a little seriousness about this because of who we're talking to later in the show, draft expert Emery Hunt's going to join us. And he had Alex Forsyth as his number one center in the draft. So we joke, but in reality, this could be kind of uh, an exciting pick to talk about, specifically, certainly value-wise. Yeah, definitely. It is actually kind of crazy going back and looking Um, because there's some, like Lance Zerline just said, yeah, he's a UDFA. Congrats to whoever gets him. Like the draft network says third-round pick. And like wow. you can find that sort of stuff out there, the people who really believe in him. So I don't know. I mean, I've seen him a little bit over the last few years. I've seen like the Oregon running game. More often than not, Oregon's just way better than everybody they play in the Pac-12. And right. so, but he's a part of that. He's part of like the big, strong, <coughs> pushing guys around thing. So uh, I'm curious to hear what makes him stand out to or from Emory. Have we said it's Emory yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Emory Hunt. And what, I make what's, sure I wasn't a tease. What's crazy about this? You mentioned how mm-hmm. Lance Zierland has him as a priority free agent, third round uh, pick from some others. Uh, Emery has him as his number one. You don't see that with, with players. You, sometimes yeah. they're uh, two rounds off. But typically, people are very aligned with how they view players. Well, it's because draft, Twitter, the draft community as a whole is like a massive groupthink community. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, you know... The truth of it really is, is that there's like 10 people who are doing this for real and then 10,000 who are just echoing what those 10 people say in one way or another. And that's what I love about Emery is he does not play by the rule book of the rest of of draft Twitter. Uh, And, uh, you know, he is an expert on the small school players. 
um, which is always mm-hmm. a cool thing and, and a, you know, really valuable. Unfortunately, the Broncos didn't take any small school guys or else it would be cool to talk to him about that. But um, he also just goes in, grades it himself. Like all of his scouting reports are really, really in depth mm-hmm. and comprehensive. And so like you can disagree with him, but you certainly can't say he didn't put the work in yeah. or he's just throwing yeah. shit at the wall. <laughs> yeah. Which like you said, kind of most of draft, uh, certainly draft Twitter is that. Um, and uh, even a lot of experts are like that as well. Yeah, absolutely. So excited to talk about uh, talk to him. We'll have him in about 20 minutes. Yep. Um, so let's talk about our thoughts on Alex Forsyth first. Um, and for me, it was a relieving pick um, just because it gives me a leg to stand on of, okay, there's there's another option out there right now they did bring in the guy from seattle mm-hmm. um yeah what's, uh, it's uh kyle fuller kyle fuller i was like <laughs> I know, so former broncos corner we're not talking about the cornerback we're talking about the center kyle fuller but i never was thinking in my head like oh he could really push lloyd right right no. alex forsyth is a huge wild card in this race and i think we're gonna know pretty quickly mm. because i think if it's a tie or close to a tie it will go to the rookie. Go to Sean's guy. Yes, exactly. But we're going to know, I think, fairly soon into training camp whether or not this is an actual competition, can he hang, or is this kind of a stash move by the Broncos? They're like, all right, Lloyd, one more year. Then he's, his contract's up. We'll, we'll have Alex Forsythe ready. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about this a lot, but now's a really important time because typically when you say something like that, Ryan, like if it's close, is a seventh-round <coughs> rookie going to get the, the nod or is it going to be a veteran who's been your starting center for the past two years? Typically, you say, well, the way coaches operate, it's going to be the veteran because it's, it's a little risky going to a seventh-round center. But we know Sean Payton does not operate in the safe ways. He does not operate in the standard NFL coaches' ways. He will give it to the best player, and we just can't ignore that uh, Alex Forsythe is Sean Payton's pick. Um, So Sean was actually talking about Alex and said, yeah, we actually could have picked him in the sixth round and felt really good about it. So he's not saying necessarily third round pick, but uh, he is saying that, that they liked him more than just the draft place they got him. Yeah, he should have talked to Emery before he went on. <laughs> it's true. And just been like, yes. He could have at the very least said some people had him as their number one yeah, center yeah, in the draft. Yeah, exactly. And he would have been right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, I think the other – it's not just pushing for the starting spot. The depth just looks so much better when you have Alex Forsythe there too because he did play both guard positions. And he does give you some versatility in the middle of the line. And right now, Broncos don't really have any backup linemen. Yeah. You know, you look at Kyle Fuller. You look at Quinn Bailey. Um, I can't remember the tackle's name. Yeah, I mean that th- those are the two most notable. Yeah, but but I mean that's basically it. Um, there there is nothing behind those starting five, and now you at least have somebody who can play those middle three spots, and it's it's probably Quinn Bailey, despite them mostly playing him at guard last year, who they will look at as their backup tackle until they bring in somebody else. So it. In terms of depth, the offensive line might needed it needed it more than anybody else. Christian Deloro. Christian Deloro is the tackle. Mm. But again, can't blame me for forgetting that. No, you know? certainly not. And so who this hurts immediately is Luke Wattenberg. Yeah. Uh, the Broncos' fifth-round pick last year, I believe. It's impressive how much his name comes up on this show. It, it's it really is. True. It's really true. Um, but you probably aren't going to go three deep just at center and one of the no. things one of the things that uh what because <laughs> i said put some respect on luke wattenberg's name <laughs> um the broncos aren't putting respect on his name by by having this draft pick even though it's a seventh rounder i think he immediately goes behind alex Forsyth on this we saw that a yep. couple of times that luke got to play last year it was not good could he develop from a rookie to a second year of course he can he needs to put on a lot of strength um and with Alex, though, I think he does take over that backup spot kind of immediately. And another thing with Alex, so he was the starting center his past, was it three seasons, his last three seasons at Oregon, including yep. the COVID season, which was shortened. But he was played uh, tackle and both guard spots his first two years at Oregon. So you don't necessarily 
think you definitely don't think he's going to push for any of those guard spots, but he does have that versatility that that he brings, which they need because of the mm -hmm. lack of depth. Right? Yep. Um, so you know, you look around and you say, okay, well, if Alex Forsyth is good, then he can back up three positions for you yep. in a pinch at, at you know at the very least. Um, it's an ex it's a it, it's weird to say about a seventh round center, <laughs> yeah. but it's an exciting pick yeah. <laughs> just with some of the upside that is out there. You know, some of the tape that he put out in college is really, really strong tape. So you can live in a world where he could be an answer to a problem for the Broncos, which rarely, rarely happens in the seventh round. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's true. And really, shout out to Jose for saying in 1996, the Broncos drafted Tom Nalen in the seventh round. What if Alex Forsythe's next Tom Nalen? That's actually That would crazy. be good. <laughs> that would be very good. Yeah, it would be. Um, Matt Paradis, also a seventh round pick. Damn, Broncos yeah. have had some luck in the seventh round with centers. Yeah. yeah. So sexy picks, we can sell it. I'm pretty sure Damn. offensive and defensive linemen have the highest hit rates in the late rounds. Like in terms of winding up as starters. That I wonder, yeah. wonder why that's the case. I mentioned it last week with the defensive linemen. Like the second and third round is actually less likely to hit than the later rounds just because everybody's like, wow, look how fast this guy is. Look how strong it is. And so you're drafting all the traits right <laughs> there. I, I wonder if it's the same thing with offensive linemen too. Hmm. Because I remember, like, you look at Jalen Duncan, it's like, wow, if you just teach him how to play football, he could be awesome. And then most of those guys, you never teach how to play football, and so you'd rather just get an Alex Forsythe, and he'll at least, I don't know. I, I would, I'd be surprised if he doesn't at least find some, some season where he's starting half the year. And maybe that's because of injuries, but you just expect at some point there's going to be a spot for him in the NFL um, just based on what he did in college. Yeah, it, it, it's really true. And so let, let's talk about yeah. exactly what his spot could be after I tell you about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. Ryan, you mentioned it is a beautiful day. This week, uh, looking at the forecast, you could really make a case that you can have every single one of Breckenridge beers just depending on the day. I think we got some rain in what? 50s later. That would be good for an Avalanche Ale, though. Mm -hmm. Vanilla Porter Jr., when mm -hmm. you're watching the Nuggets game yes. specifically, if it comes on one of those cooler days. But then today, I think we're like almost pushing 80 strawberry sky. <coughs> Tomorrow the, we are hitting 80. The, there we go. Love it. The Shandies, Henry. Love the Shandies. Uh, you, can, you can drink those this week. And if you're able to make it down to the DMVR bar, we got them all. But if you're not able to, go to breckbrew.com at the beer locator. We'll help you find beer, whether you're in Denver, Colorado, or any of the 48 states, uh, continental 48 states. So check them out, breckbrew.com. Wow. I'm looking at this forecast. Not great. Not great. Well, there's some there's some highs yeah, and lows, yeah, yeah. literally. I'm just thinking, like, maybe I need to play golf tomorrow. Mm, before mm, the... Find a way. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. true. I have a bunch of meetings and shit. I'm going to... Cancel them. I'm going to Jackson, uh, Jackson, Wyoming on Thursday. I like Googled Jackson weather yesterday and it was like 80s, wow. pushing 90. Wow. And then and I realized it was Jackson, Mississippi. And then I realized oh, it was Jackson, no. Mississippi. So it'll be 60 and raining up in Wyoming oh, this week. Man. Good thing you like rechecked or otherwise that, you just oh. bring like flip flops and short shorts yeah. and uh, looking like Greg Dulcich out there in the cold. So in like 2000, I want to say 2015, uh, a big group of us. We're planning to go out to the Pac-12 tournament in Las Vegas. <laughs> I, you know, it was like 10, 12 of us all got our tickets, blah, blah, blah. One of the guys was like, I'm going to save some money and take the train. No. It's like, it's like, <laughs> I, I, I found a train from Union Station. I'm going to take the train to Vegas. Right? Oh, no. Okay, man. <laughs> About five hours after we're all like having a good time in Vegas, just get a text from him. Took the train to Las Vegas, New Mexico. No way! <laughs> oh I was trying to remember how that train even worked. Wow! <laughs> Oof! So slightly worse than what you did, Hank. That wow. is much worse. <laughs> I do like I, not that I've ever really. I've never traveled on a train. Like I've like taken joy rides on a train, that sort of stuff. Um, joy rides on a train. Yeah, but uh, the you done that one up in like Idaho Springs or wherever that mm, one is. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be kind of similar because, like, the train goes to, like, Glacier Park up in Montana. Okay, yes. So you just, like, take it out there. And it's like, oh, oh you nice. go up, up across, like, kind of toward the board. I don't know. The way um, you're talking about it makes it sound like you are driving right, the train. Right, right, right. You <laughs> no, stole no. the train. It's <laughs> like a joyriding train. You know, you just take I, it out there. I wouldn't even know where to start. Wow. At all. Like, I don't even. Is there, like, a There's go button? got to be a throttle. Do you literally? Is there a key? Yeah. 
There must be. A, I bet they lock the door. So there's step one. Okay. Okay. So you open the door. You get you in. Shovel the coal. I, that was my thought. You just start. You shovel the coal first. Or you gotta put on your overalls. Is that like automatic now? Yeah. You de- I mean, you came in overalls. You have to have um, that. You, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. You gotta have that wooden whistle thing. Yeah. You gotta have the wooden whistle. But then is there? There's no way. There's like a thing you stick the key into and turn. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is there like a big lever that says like train on? I don't know. Yeah. And then like a maybe go once lever. it gets hot enough, just kind of starts it just going. Just goes on its own. I have no idea. I have maybe, no idea. Do you have any conductors? conductors out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this would, I mean, this would be a great podcast if you were driving a train. That's true. Do you? Yeah, you would drive a train, right? Conductor oh, so train. Operate it. Operate. Yeah. Because yeah, you're actually not <laughs> like steering. Nope. You're probably doing well, an acceleration. That's a great podcast job. Yeah, that yeah. is. How do you make a train go? Uh, point is though, the train like because Lexi's from Minnesota. The train from Montana, Minnesota, surprisingly cheap, easy too. Especially when flights to Montana are so expensive. Depending on the train it? too, it can be like, like really comfortable. Exactly. Mm. And then like it'd be like scenic. Man, yeah. how old school though. And, and I know. But not in a bad way. Yeah. Just so different. Yeah, I think the trains these days are, like, different. I don't know. Like, the train I took from London to Belgium mm. wasn't exactly, like, a coal-powered train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. They really do trains well over there. Um, You know, if they did trains well here, you could take it to Volo, couldn't you? You could take it to Volo. We Ooh. could just... Oh, big night for me tonight. Are you you my return. Ready? Yep, I'm ready. Mm. <laughs> I'm ready. Do you have the what statement are you ready returning that from? you're back? I guarantee that I bowl well tonight. Now, what is well? Because I was thinking, you know, 200s for you, but you couldn't even top 100 last time. So as well, topping 100. 200 is like, like my friends who played or who bowled in college are like rolling, you know, in the 200s. He's really bringing his okay. uh, expectation level way down. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. You see, CJ Anderson got like, what was it? It was the first 10 strikes of a perfect game. But then had a spare and with like his spare balls in the oh, night wow. ten, last week. So what has he that never done you? it? I think he's done it before. Oh, okay. Wow, two eighty nine, two eighty nine. I have a buddy who's rolled a three hundred. Um, wow. I think I've only rolled in the two hundreds like five or six times ever. See, that seems like you're flexing now. Oh no, I'm <laughs> saying like, <laughs> you know, it's like, I. Th- it's pretty close to like golf. Like I've only hit par. Or at least within two of par, like ten times. Another flex. What I'm saying is, those are your best. Like, I'm not expecting to have one of my best games ever tonight. Right, right, right. Just better than hundred. Yes. No, I'm gonna say better than one twenty-five. One twenty-five. Okay. I wonder how many strikes you need for two hundred. A lot. Yeah. You can find out if you go to Volo tonight. You can. (laughs) (laughs) You can. yeah, uh, we, we've got our bowling team playing in the Cherry Creek Bowling League. They've got different leagues all around town. Uh, Rhino and Uptown and Northfield. I don't even know where that is. Aurora, Arvada, Inglewood. Um, and they also have sports that aren't bowling. They've got flag football and, I mean, basically everything. Cornhole. What's the badminton? Yeah, I think they have badminton. They've got um, it all. Yeah, exactly. A- any, any single sport where you could really have like a league. Volo Sports has a league. <laughs> The the money goes to the Volo Kids Foundation. It's five hundred one c three. Gives free sports camps to kids in all of the Volo cities. Uh, so sign up for twenty dollars a month or two hundred dollars a year, and you can get into unlimited pickups, drop ins, and tournaments. Um, there's also a beta version for ten dollars for three months or ten dollars a month for three months. Uh, so get your Volo pass, start playing leagues today. Uh, the May League registration ends on May eleventh. Oof, you always start reading those, and you're like, oh, please, <laughs> please don't be leading up to a date that's three days ago. So don't wait. Uh, make sure to use the code DMVR10 for $10 off at www.volosports.com slash Denver. I have to say this. You know, people are saying I was, like, talking shit to Hank or whatever. <laughs> at least I show up. Oh. Wow. At least I show up. Wow. Uh, the best, of, best ability is available. That is true. Oh, that damn. is best. So I have, I'm have. i lacking the best ability. Yeah. My bowling ability is pretty good, though. Mm, we, well, I guess no we, one would know yeah, because you haven't come oh, yeah, once. Fair. That's yeah. fair. Last time someone told us how good of a bowler they were before actually bowling, uh, we, 
didn't actually live up to expectations. So Henry, I do question. I do question you. You know, I do question again, you. Tiger Woods misses the cut once in a while. <laughs> okay, that's true. That's true. Uh, some clarification. He also doesn't show up a lot. From uh, what? He also doesn't show up a lot. That's true. He's lacking uh, the best ability. That's very I'm true. probably that's more Tiger-like in that He's way. He's like 50 years old. <laughs> I think uh, we can give the guy a break now. Fair enough. Um, okay. Rickert Bohr says the conductor oversees the people. The operator oversees oh, the driving. Oh. I didn't know there was a train operator. Is in like the title. I mean, now that you say it out loud, feels right. Feels it right. Does feel right. And then they're not a driver. They're not like the train driver. They're the operator. <coughs> yeah. Damn. Wow. Who's who's operating this podcast right now? Mm. I don't know. No one really. It's kind of better just yeah. without. It's off a... the tracks. There we go. <laughs> it's off the tracks. Somebody That's steered when this it. Pod is at its best. Wow, it's very true. Good Monday vibes. Yeah. Um. Okay, Alex Forsyth. Let's let's, yeah. dish out, let's dish out a grade right now okay. for okay. this for this pick. What are you guys going with? First of all, I'm surprised I didn't take more heat when once I saw your guys's grades for oh. JL Skinner. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm far enough away from them that people are going to be really mad. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't I didn't feel anything. We roasted you on here. Oh, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you hate JL. I was too busy throwing darts on the golf course. <laughs> Do you throw darts on the golf course? <clears throat> yeah. Only yeah. Wouldn't you hit darts? That's a, it's a ter- it's just like a term. Oh yeah okay. yeah. You got to be in the know. Like you don't actually hit bombs on the baseball field. It's just like a figure of speech. What's that thing you people hit bomb- said? Phil Mickelson hits bombs on the golf course. That's what he says yes. at least. There was that other phrase for dinger. Oh yeah, dingers. I hate when people say that. I hate it so much. What about dongs? Do you like when people say that? <laughs> I don't like talking about dongs. No, Brian. <laughs> you talked uh, about it earlier today. <laughs> No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. You guys did. Uh. Anyways, I really like JL Skinner. It's yeah. just like yeah. not a lot of positional value. That's fair. Coming off an injury. Still yeah. gave him a, a decent grade. Oh, yeah. I would have been roasted for that grade you so would've. badly. Yep, you would have. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be roasted today, though, because uh, I trust our guy, Emery Hunt, a lot. He has put in way more time studying the centers in this class. And also, when I went and watched some tape of him and read over some other people's reviews, um, even Lance Zerline, who said he's a uh, priority undrafted free agent, his scouting report on him was like, he's he's a good player. Uh, He just has, uh, he needs to get a little stronger. He doesn't. Mm -hmm he didn't have to move to the second level and run much at at Oregon. Mm -hmm. So he just said, we're not sure about that part of his game. And then he does have uh, some snapping issues and pre-snap penalties that you certainly want to see get out of his game. But other than that, he's a solid football player. I don't know how being like a good solid football player makes you a priority uh, undrafted guy, but I I, I really like, especially for a seventh round pick. Um, I'm going A here. Yeah. I mean, I'll... Uh, y'all have to go an A. I can't give another A+. Plus. I mean, it's it's great. I mean, that's somebody who could... We're talking about him as a potential starter, which is insane. And that's probably yeah. taking it too far. But, but I mean, there's, there's obviously flaws that knock him down. He isn't, like, overly... He hasn't knocked guys back. There's some of that sort of stuff. Um, he's had some injury issues in the past couple years. Um, but, like, they let him call out the protections. He's always right. That goes a long way, and the pass protection grades were all right there. Drew if he can just figure that. things out in the run game, <laughs> plus he's trying to run block. But like half the time, he's going to be on a double team with either Ben Powers or Quinn Miners. Like yep. it'll be just fine. That's a good pick, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see him quite a bit this year. I'm going A plus. Wow. wow. I'm going a plus. Um, I think this is a knock it out of the park pick. Would you call it a dinger? Yeah, a just dong maybe. A huge dong from the Broncos <laughs> wow. front office. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, to the tune of like six foot three, three hundred and three pound. Yep, yeah. Yep. I'm using some foresight here, oh, foresight, oh. and saying that he will be the starting center for the Broncos at some point. Okay, um, this year. At some point this year, sure. Boom. Um, but you know, I already know that Emery is going to hype me up on this even yeah, more. Yeah, so I'm yeah. just I'm using my own foresight. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying like 10 minutes, I'm going to like this pick even more than I do yeah, right now. Yeah. So I'm going to adjust upwards uh, and say this is an A-plus from the Denver Broncos. Tom Nalen, Matt Paradis, Alex Forsythe. They'll Damn. be in the same conversation someday. Wow. Dang. I mean, man. with the little goatee, I can kind of see it. <laughs> Where does he uh, rank between those three? 
You're putting your Forsyth out there. Probably second. Second. Wow. That, if you get better than Matt Paradis, <laughs> damn, yeah. you're doing great with this pick. Yes. Yes. yes um, I, this, I believe, is also the first pick that all three of us have given an A to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, the end of the seventh round. Three spots before Mr. Irrelevant. Yep. yep. And you got a guy that we're talking about potentially starting. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so true. I mean, it's the goatee with Forsyth and Nalen. Like, it's... Th there's a very shocking similarity there. Wow. I think that's what gets me going the most. <laughs> and, oh, like, just actual physical look. Just look. Yeah. Wow. Like Holy they, cow. Yeah, they, can we get um, it up on the screen yeah, after it, we talk to, to Emery? Alyssa, is there any way to uh, pull up a photo of Tom Nalen? Without his helmet on. Wait, no, Henry, you screenshot the screenshot pictures him? and okay. send okay. it over. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll do this yeah. after. Let, let's jump right in and talk to our guy, Emery Hunt, draft expert. Let's bring him in because Emery what Hunt, up, the draft expert over at Football Game Plan. He's got the 2023 draft guide, and this is incredible. How yes. many? We, we were just talking about uh, Mr. Irrelevant was what, pick 257 or something like that? Yep. Emory Hunt does over a thousand individual scouting reports, full color PDF, the largest guide in existence, and it's not even close. And it really helps with undrafted guys and yes. seventh round guys, which we're going to talk about. And if you want to get get over and check it out to find out all about the Broncos rookie class, go to footballgameplan.com slash 2023 draft guide really is the draft expert. And thanks so much for hopping on with us, Emory. Uh, not a problem, man. I appreciate you guys bringing me on. Man, we, uh, I was thinking back to like 2020, we had you on during the draft. Now you're too busy during the draft, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm just lucky we, uh, we got you on now. Nah, it's fun, man. It's, it's always a pleasure to see the, the progression and, and, and growth within anything that you do. And yeah, it's, it, once you start, you know, getting rolling, things just kind of snowball. So you kind of stay busy, man. Busy is good, though. Okay, so um, Emery, just take us one through a thousand on all these guys. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. But, but we, we've been talking about Alex Forsyth, uh, the, the Broncos' seventh-round center, and there's really no better person to talk to uh, about him than you. And you actually had him as your number one center in the class. Can you just tell us what the Broncos are getting in Alex Forsyth and why you're so high on him? I thought he was super consistent, you know, and when you talk about offensive line play and – you know, defensive line player, just pro prospects in general, how consistent are you at what you are good at? You know, everyone can flash and, oh, wow, that was a great run. That was a great throw. But is your great throw consistent? Is your great run consistent? And when you look at him, how he uses his hands is consistent. How he handles his footwork is consistent. How he's able to keep all of those things in lockstep in unison is consistent. So for me, it's more about the consistency. And you, you really can't go wrong with the way they've developed these offensive linemen at Oregon in particular, I'm always locked into how they do things. And I tend to have a lot of, you know, you know, positive experiences in watching those Oregon offensive linemen. It's like you can sell me on a Utah defensive player or a Kansas state defensive player sight unseen, because you know what that program is like, you know, how those guys compete um, Ohio state wide receiver sight unseen. I'm taking them. Right. So that's how I felt with, with foresight. And again, watching this class, and when you grade guys, I tend to go in alphabetical order. So by the time I got to foresight for him, he just jumped out because of, again, where I started the grading process. And so it, it's really stood out because, okay, this is what I've been watching. And then boom, this guy is up here. And that's exactly how it, it tends to happen when you're scouting so many players. Um, I guess this is probably a better question for somebody other than you. But why do you think that other people don't have him as the number one center? You got to ask him because at the end of the day, I, I do my process the way I do. People also said that about uh, my 2016 quarterback class rankings. When I didn't I had a fourth round grade on Carson Wentz, I got, you know, put through the ringer. Everybody just called me all kind of, now we fast forward and it's like, oh, wow, maybe I was right. You know, I had Lamar Jackson as my QB one in 2018. Um, well, you know, now look, let's look at that. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's, it's always about the, you know, they say beauty is, is in the eye of the beholder. Uh, and everyone re watches things differently and sees things differently. I also feel like, you know, with regards to the question, um, when I because I grade so many, I've seen a lot. My perspective is vast, so I can kind of 
rank and file guys based off what I've seen. I've I've gone to all eight All Star games, this this All Star game cycle. So I've seen more than the average draft analyst. So I can I just don't work off the combine list or you know who made it to the Senior Bowl or whatnot. I, I I've seen so much that you just kind of got to rank guys and grade them how you see fit. One of the things that I like about the way that you grade these guys is you quantify it. You put a number on it and you go through, you know, um, their kind of attributes and, and put a number on all that too. So it's not like you just watched this guy and said, yeah, I think I like him the best. Like you're comparing all these numbers together. And when I look at your scouting report, you said that word consistency, but it's not just in consistency in what he does well. You know, the lowest thing you have on here is a 75 grade for explosiveness and redirecting. Is that something that stood out to you too? Is like the strengths are consistent and the weaknesses aren't really glaring. Right. You, you kind of have to have something that there's, I, I would say maybe four or five prospects. Um, since I started to put these draft, the, these scouting reports on paper and put it out as a draft guy, 2020 was the first one. Uh, prior to that, everything I was, you know, you know, I smartened up in 2020 because everything <laughs> was, done was done free on YouTube. You know, so like, hey, here's my grades. And it was just a number grade at the end. But the, when I started to, because of COVID, we had no, nothing to do. So like, let me just put everything out and show how I got to this number that everyone used to see on the, you know, at the end result. They didn't see the process. And there was only maybe four guys that I was like, you know what, this, this is nitpicky. There's not really much to really pick at the weaknesses. But yeah, his stuff is, is, consistent in terms of yeah it's that's why i don't even call it weakness it's kind of like an area of improvement like some things that you know guys can get better uh, you know and weaknesses to me are something that's glaring and when you look at a lot of these players and foresight in particular it's like all right he this is where i see sometimes he has an issue you know and it's not like this it wasn't as you saw in the grade it's not like it's enough to where it dropped him below a 70 you know and, and so that's the thing that a lot of people that you know, I know I'm getting flamed by Chiefs fans because of what I had about the, the defensive end, but no one looks at the scout report and realize how you got there. And this is why it's important to show your work that way. Emery, you, you come on here, you, you tell us how good the Broncos' seventh-round pick is. You talk about how Chiefs fans <laughs> uh, aren't uh, like what you're saying. It, you're loved My here. Yeah, yeah. We, we, the Broncos <laughs> country loves you. Uh, but we are talking about the seventh round pick. What about the Broncos' first pick in the draft with Marvin Mims, a receiver out of Oklahoma? Uh, big play guy. But when you really dove into the film, what type of player are the Broncos getting with him? It's funny because they're getting a guy that's similar to what they have on the roster, you know, and a, a KJ Hamler or, you know, someone that can get deep like a Montreal Washington that has that speed like that, right? Uh, but the problem is, for those guys, they tend to stay banged up. Yeah. So Mims has a great chance to really, you know, elevate because he can be the healthiest. And it's not like the Broncos lack talent or depth around the, the, the you know, the depth chart at the position. So Mims is someone that, when you watch Oklahoma, he was constantly getting deep. You know, he just didn't really get the ball to him. It was kind of like watching Zay Flowers, who was always open, but he had the worst quarterback play um, you could have for a receiver that was always open, you know, because no one, he's not going to get the football. Mims was someone that was, a, you know, he had his defender beat a lot. So you factor in maybe with Sean Payton uh, getting the best out of Russell Wilson, and we know Russell Wilson throws a deep ball rather well, throws those moon shots. Mims could be someone, health permitting, could be on the other end of that of those passes because of how well he's able to get deep and able to uh, stack and track and accelerate to the ball and track it rather well. You know, he's, he's really good at getting deep downfield and getting open down there. Do you worry at all about his ability to get open, like within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage? You got 15 other receivers that can do that. You know, that's, that's how <laughs> I view it. Like, you know, if we're going to ask you to be, I'm not going to ask you to be Cortland Sutton. You know, <laughs> that's Cortland Sutton's job. My job is to get deep down the field. And so we're going to make sure we find and draw up ways for you to get at least intermediate to deep <laughs> downfield. But, you know, at the end of the day, receivers can work. And so he's quick enough to where he can work himself open. But why make it hard? Why, why this, mm -hmm. this, you know, it's an easy game. Let's get the guys that do things well to do those things well. And, hey, we're going to make sure you get deep very well and on a consistent basis. Let's just keep rolling straight through the Broncos yeah. draft class. Thankfully, there's only a few picks here, so we can hit them all pretty easily. Uh, the next guy they took was Drew Sanders, super interesting guy. And 
Uh, I loved that Sean Payton came out and said after they picked him that they view him as an inside guy who can move outside. Uh, curious what you think of Drew Sanders. And also brings pass rushing capability as well. Yeah. So that tells you he's going to be a very good blitzer. That tells you he's versatile where it depends on the team you're playing, what position he'll play. You know, some weeks he'll he'll be inside. Some weeks he's probably going to be primarily an edge guy. But you have to have someone that's capable of doing that. You have to have your version of Micah Parsons, right? And so when you have that in Drew Sanders, I think that was, you know, a very good pick for them in, in where they selected him. And then we'll just go to Riley Moss. Speaking of another guy with position versatility, the Broncos right after drafting him said he will play cornerback instead of safety. Do you think that's that's the right spot for Riley? Absolutely. The only reason why they're talking about safety is because he's a white corner. That's it. Right. That, there's right. there's right. nothing he did out there on the field that says, yeah, he got to play safety. Plus, anytime you end up with the football in your hands and you don't play offense, I kind of want you on my team and I kind of want you to be where you – end up with the football in hands a lot. Right. And he does a great job in baiting quarterbacks because just like he baits receivers, receivers go out there, it locks up with the, the quarterback, they see a white corner, they're like, oh yeah, throw it over here. <laughs> and he's baiting them and he turns the ball over mm -hmm. and he's going back the other way for a score. So he is excellent in what he does. He has very good technique, he can play on, uh, you know, he can play press, he can play off coverage really well. So he can play man or zone, um, great instincts, terrific acceleration to me that sounds like a corner all day and, and yeah. you know six times on sunday and plus when you're able to turn the ball over i want you on my secondary or in yeah. my secondary yeah does does that make you want to keep him on the boundary more instead of trying him in the slot just knowing that that's where most of his picks came from yeah yeah keep him where he had success mm -hmm. again it's an easy game like at the end of the day like you want someone to do what they do well on a consistent basis you only get 46 guys on game day you, you better be at a spot where we know you can excel. Um, you know, and again, sometimes it may depend on the matchup, but for the most part, you want him playing either on the field side or the boundary side. I know that doesn't really matter too much from a semantic standpoint in the NFL because the game is played entirely in the middle of the field. But for the most part, he can travel on either side, whether he's closer to the sideline or have a little bit more room to run because he's such a, a great athlete. Mm -hmm. All right, last one we got to yeah, hit. Yeah. JL Skinner, safety out of Boise State. What do you think? Someone that I think he's going to be a core special teamer. You know, he is legitimately large, uh, like tall. You see, yes. you see his height on film. Um, and, you know, the more you watch Boise State, you just feel like he just get taller as the game go on. You know, it's like, <laughs> hey, just keep getting bigger. You know, so he kind of stands out. But he covers a lot of ground with that length and that height and that, that range. But you imagine that type of ability in a short area zone. And he's taken away a lot of passing windows. You know, he's able to float through those things rather well. He plays the alley rather well. So he's a good run defender. So he's someone that can be a sub package player, uh, again, depending on the matchup. But as a core special team, I think that's where he starts from day one. Emery, my last question for you. Uh, it seems like you, you'd be pretty high on this Broncos class. I, I, am I reading that right? Although it was only five picks, didn't have one until the very end of the second round after trading back in. W would you say the Broncos did pretty well? Yeah, and the reason why is because it's the players they picked, the players they brought in as undrafted free agents, combined with the coach. I know Sean Payton will give the best guy a chance to make the team and play. That's how you get a Marquez Callaway playing for the Saints as an undrafted free agent. Why? Because he was one of the best receivers on the team. He gets out there. You saw him do a great job with all kinds of undrafted rookie free agents and lower-round draft picks playing. So when you combine the draft class, with the undrafted rookie free agents, there's a, I'm looking at the list. There's a ton of talent there. So I know at the end of the day, if a Jaleel McLaughlin balls out mm -hmm. with his speed and explosiveness out of Youngstown State, that's someone that Sean Payton will keep on a team. You look at what he brought in in um, uh, Darius Gaines out of Western Colorado. It's fascinating about him, someone that played corner uh, safety primarily in college, and now was playing corner at the NFLPA game and it was kind of having a rough week, rough go at it, but he had never played outside in his college career. And so by the end of the week, you start to understand, okay, he has gotten a little bit better in coverage, but now you have someone that can play both corner and safety, has very good ball skills. And we know Western Colorado, um, they're, they're batting one for one right now with NFL prospects with <laughs> yeah. a homeboy out there playing running back. But you like that 
Sean Payton will give these guys a chance. I thought they had a really good undrafted rookie free agent class um, as I'm looking at the list here. So, again, I, I like the class that they drafted, the undrafted free agents they brought in, and the coach that's, that's now coaching them because those guys will get an opportunity and the best man will play. Amazing stuff. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. pretty pretty clear that if you want the best in-depth draft coverage, you go to our guy, Emery Hunt. So, Emery, thank you so much for joining us. And, of course, go to footballgameplan.com slash 2023 draft guide where literally the best report. I mean, where you get Emery's just bringing up undrafted free agents. <laughs> that just shows how deep he goes. I don't understand even how it's possible to, like, remember a thousand guys' <laughs> right. names and then know who each of them are. <laughs> right. It's incredible stuff. <laughs> So Thanks so much you for joining That's us, Emery. A lot Emory. of work, a lot of travel miles, man. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right on. Thanks so much for coming on with Thanks, us, Emery. Emory. Thanks, Man, just incredible. <laughs> incredible. My mind is actually knowledge blown. there. And there we go. There's a running back <laughs> prospect that he just mm -hmm. threw out for us. Yeah. Uh, for the Broncos, of course, not drafting one. Speedy guy. Yeah. Just to be able to pull out facts and stats about a yep. guy out of western colorado yep. is <laughs> <laughs> truly shocking and positional how he changed yep. the, at one of his eight um what even eight all-star games, all -star games. Mm -hmm. i didn't even know there were eight i did not either <laughs> yeah i mean can you name them no no shot senior, so senior bowl yep, yep, yep the yep. shrine game oh, yep. i could have got those two yep. and then let's see from there you go the hula bowl Okay. Is that what that's called? He's going to make up six yeah. ones right now. I think it's called the Hula Bowl. <laughs> that's where like Carson Wells and them went. Okay. Um, There's a NFLPA game. Yep. NFLPA mm, game. Good. Halfway. <laughs> there, there's the one that's just the Polynesian oh, players. There is that is the, same the HBCU one? one as well. HBCU. Okay. Okay. Yep. 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 That's five. Polynesian Bowl. Yeah. Polynesian Bowl. Six. But then, yep. Seven, eight. It's crazy you'd separate them from Hawaii, but. Well, I guess maybe there's enough talent at both. I guess the Hawaiian isn't just all Polynesians, though. No, it's just a di yeah, it's just exactly. a different place it's just to another do one. Yes, it is. So that makes better sense. trip. Two more. I don't think there's like an Under Armour, like a Nike no. thing. Mm, you that that is a smart place to go. Where would sponsor yeah, like money brands. be? Is there like, <laughs> yeah. like the Ar Army All American Game is a high school thing. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, does any anyone know that's tuning in? <laughs> wow. No idea. I don't think we can do yeah. it. Wow. Yeah. I think we failed. I'm not disappointed in us. East West Shrine. No, that's the Shrine game. Yeah. 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 Oh. Okay. Well. Well, there's two more. Oh Sad. well. Sad. We will uh, probably never know. No. I don't even know if that's something you can Google. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could have just asked Emery. Yeah. We we have him back on. <laughs> uh, but. Shout out to our guy, Emery. And shout out to Shady Rays, where the best sunglasses out there. If you're going to be going to eight different All-Star games, you're going to want sunglasses for all of that sun, especially you're going to a lot in the South where it's warm. Mm. Uh, at that time, the Hawaii. Like Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> Very true. So check out our friends over at Shady Rays, where they not only have great sunglasses, but they've got a great deal going on where if you use the code DNVR, you're going to get 50% off when you buy two pairs of glasses. They're polarized. They have five-star reviews by over 250 thousand people it's just a few less people uh than emory hunt uh grades Scouting. every single year so check them out really the best um even if you're not traveling you need sunglasses and you need shady rays they have so many so many styles too so they're gonna have something for you so check them out shady rays and use that promo code dnvr for 50 percent off two pairs of polarized sunglasses and foco uh if you need bobbleheads or I, that's a bobblehead, right? His head bobbles. Miles over there. Let's test it. Oh, that's like a... Yep. Yeah. Okay. Bobs. Uh, that is... I mean, it's pushing being a bobblehead. Yeah. Like it, It's more of like a statue figurine. It's, yeah, it's even more impressive. If yeah. the head bobbles, though, I guess. It's a yeah. bobblehead. Yeah, it's true. But if you need any of that stuff, including that exact bobblehead, you can go to FOCO, and you can actually get 10% off if you use the code DNVR. Um, they've got so many different things, like... You know what I was thinking when you were talking about train tracks? It would be really cool to have a sick bobblehead collection if you lived by train tracks. 
Because oh, they don't bobble. all bobble when the train goes by. I was thinking you were going to say we need like one of those little trains that just like oh, goes with bobbleheads. Yeah, you could put bobblehead in. Bobbleheads sure. inside. Wouldn't that be awesome? You could do like a little Broncos car and like yeah. a little Nuggets car. You're like in the middle of a great like ra- angry rant. It's just like choo choo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Break the tension. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of fun. You could have that thing like go all over the place. Dang. There isn't like. I don't know. It'd have to go off screen a little bit. To or it just like goes, turn in, it goes yeah. over our microphones, too. Like, literally in the middle of the set. Oh, it's that probably a bit much. Sounds <laughs> unrealistic. Bit invasive. There was a restaurant that I haven't thought about since I was, like, six. They just had, like, a little train that was going around on the walls wow. all around the place. I love that. I bet you we did. It sounds like perfect. It does. For a yeah. six-year-old. It, I mean, and still. That reminded me of a place called Around the Corner. Which was a burger restaurant where you went all in. Squares. They all had a phone at the booth and you called in your oh order. Gosh, oh, that's wow. awesome. And I loved it. Man, that was actually very futuristic to now what we have now, just like, you know, iPads at the table where you yeah. order. Yeah. Or if you're like me, you just order all your food from your couch. That's <laughs> true. That, <laughs> that just is right to you. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm um, like three blocks from McDonald's, but sometimes somebody needs to bring it to me. I'm even closer to that McDonald's, although I don't eat McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I love McDonald's. There's a, I mean, uh, this isn't a McDonald's Happy app. Meal? This is that Spoko. what you still go for? No, the, the <laughs> deals. Okay. You get the McDonald's app, the stuff in there is crazy. Stop. Use, Sorry. Use code DNVR for that. McDonald's? Oh, I mean, you can get yourself a nice lunch for like three bucks. <laughs> I'm um, not sure about nice. Henry's definition oh. of a nice lunch is <laughs> among the lowest in the world. That's a good lunch. Um... But yeah, Foco, I mean, if you need any of this stuff, I don't know if they have any Broncos trains. If they did, we would probably have it on the set. Um, but they've got polos and bags and hats and different kinds of straw hats and all that stuff. So use the code uh, DMVR for 10% off at Foco.com. Jose wants to know if we mentioned the Senior Bowl. Yeah, uh, we did get that yeah, one. That's, <laughs> also, uh... I did pull up the 25 college football all-star games. What? But it's it's kind of fun because you have to figure out which of these two are the big two out of like all these crazy, like the blue gray football classic. Oh, that oh. Is that one classic. of the big ones? That is that a classic. Is a classic. The yeah. Dixie gridiron classic. Another classic. So the Probably ones that, just in there, just looking at these and guessing, I'd say we were missing the, uh, FCS bowl. Sounds like one that they could use, sure. you know, the tropical bowl, tropical bowl. I mean, a lot of these seem tropical. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Oh, I forgot the other. It's not Texas versus the nation. Texas versus the nation. Oh, the Las Vegas All-American Classic. Oh, that's Or the Coaches All-America game, College All-Star Bowl, College Gridiron Showcase. We got that one. Damn. No, College Gridiron Showcase. That was the one I could swear I've heard before. Yeah, that sounds familiar. You know what's crazy? I was just thinking about this with Emery. When, like, the Browns sign a corner in the middle of the season off mm-hmm. the street, he, like, knows who that is and what right. they do. Yeah. 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 yeah, That blows my yeah. mind. Yeah. yeah, that is insane. He just knows that he doesn't have to go to Google. Like, the Broncos will, like, sign a guy from, like, Colorado State that I've never heard of. <laughs> or, uh, oh, yeah. or CU that you've never heard of. Not that one. Yeah. Okay. Just about, it could happen from almost any other college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And he just knows. He's just like, oh, yeah, that guy, like. Decent coverage grade, but you know, got just swept away in the run game. It's like, what? How know. can you know? <laughs> it's insane to then remember it too. Um, so wait, do you want to change your Alex Forsyth grade after talking to Emory? No. Yeah, I'll stick with my A. Yep, I like my A as well. So, um, if I hadn't known that about Emory, what he had to say about Alex Forsyth, I'd probably be bumping it now. Yeah. But I just, I knew he was gonna sell me on him. Yep. Uh, and just consistent. And that's exactly, I mean, it's a, it's a great thing that he said about just, you want offensive linemen to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And that's what he is. That is the number one thing that coaches trust. Right. Especially from that position. Especially and from that on position. top of that, it's not like he did it for one season and you don't really know. No, he's done it for the past three yeah. seasons at center. And then he was also playing his two first years. And also, he's a guy that is older because he had a redshirt year. And then he played five seasons yeah. uh, in in college because of the COVID year. It gave him an extra year of eligibility. So he has all the experience you could want. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy. I mean, so what? He's 24. Lloyd is 25 now, which also surprised me because he was 21 when they drafted <laughs> him. But I guess, yeah, four wow. years later. Yep. yep. That's true. Three years later. Also, whatever an, it is. Time another, flies when you're losing games. <laughs> wow. <laughs> another thing to, to sell you on Alex Forsythe, last year he had the second highest 
pass grade, pass blocking grade from PFF of any center in the country. Wow. Again, how he fell? It's kind of odd. Yeah. It's kind of odd that he fell so far. And he's six, uh, six three, almost six four, three hundred and three pounds. So it's not like he's there's like some physical trait that you don't love. Uh, yeah, yeah. I hope that hate. we're talking two years from now being like what a bunch of idiots yeah yeah, yeah. i hope so <laughs> and it was a deep center class mm-hmm. that's what's crazy it's yeah. like you know but to get a guy who performed so well so late is just wild yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um should we jump into the some questions on the website let's do it uh do we have any super chats no, no super chats questions on the website the count says hank you royalist you, I'll be your king. I'll start my reign over you by demanding that the next time you fly through Zoo Town, you contact me and let me buy you a frosted barley pop, even if it's just wow. for an hour. If you disobey, I'll make you give me all of your units, not just your normal tax that, is- a, that a despot would likely demand. It's crossing the line for me. And after all, I'm already a count, so it's not that big of a jump for me. I've been waiting for the day for all of my days as a lower ruler. Sincerely, your highness, King of Henry. Wow. No, first of all, there's no king of me. Second of all, he just just made it. I haven't been to Missoula. I think you were there last time I was in Missoula. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Had a great, like, pub style pizza. Pub style pizza. Oh, man. Mm. I'm hungry now. Me too. I'm starving. Yeah. I think. the Baylor game, not Baylor, the Butler game, week one. I'm going to try to get to Missoula. Butler has a football team? Yeah. They're like, all right. I did not know that. Yeah, they were like <laughs> seven and five last year. Wow. Um, I'm Which sure there's someone win. that Emery scouted from Butler football team. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Butler week one, and then see what happens with the Broncos schedule. They'll have a bye week at some point. Speaking of Broncos schedule... That may happen this Thursday. <laughs> they may need more time. Weird stuff going on there. Yeah. Um, I won't give anything away, but like I've been working with someone who uh, on something who like their entire life revolves around this NFL schedule release. And when I saw that come out today, I was just like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for this person. What person could have their life revolve around NFL schedule release? Probably somebody who makes NFL schedules. You would th- or the computers? Do we think Ryan's friends with the computers that make it? Oh, me and Watson go way back. You and Watson. Wow, you and, you and Dell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the thing, so that came from what Peter King, I think. Um, in his little excerpt about it, he said, uh, "Yeah, they the the computers might need more time." <laughs> I thought, how is this not just like an instant thing? I don't know. Just like throw it in ch- chat GPT. It'll have it done <laughs> yeah. by the end of the day. It's so yeah. true. <laughs> um, so yeah, schedule release might be this week. Um, that'll be nice to, to know. That'll yeah. probably go viral if someone wants to do that. Put all the teams yeah, in, all so the right. combos, and say like, yeah. create a schedule that make, works for all of these situations. Chat GPT will do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, that'd be so There's funny. There's just so yeah. many things you have to put in. It's like, I know. oh, here's this concert right. here. Right. Here's like, like, cannot put a, ga- a game in Detroit on September or whatever because Kenny Chesney's playing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Um, Maybe we should, this might be a bad idea. Maybe one of these podcasts should just be, we make our own schedule that's no. awesome for the Broncos. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Um, I mean, we could do the dream rollout for the Broncos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're there we go. We're going to present it way differently than what you said, though. Wow, well, apparently, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that was that was going to take my idea and well, I thought you were going to make the whole schedule. No, we're not making everybody's oh, schedule. Man. No, I'm not just trying to connect dots and stuff. <laughs> What's the dream Broncos schedule? I feel like there's something going on. Did you hear the thing about the Chiefs whining? No, about um, they don't want to go to Germany. So they're trying. They're supposed to, to be Chiefs Bears in Germany, and now the Chiefs are trying to oh. get out of it. Uh, I mean, no. You're going to Germany. You yeah, you have to make them go, which is also yeah. incredible because, like, if there's one team I want the Chiefs to play in Germany, it's the team that really really sucks and just weird things happen over there. Right. Could they just like blow a game to the to the freaking Bears? That'd be incredible. Would. <sighs> Don't be so down on the Bears, Henry. Don't be so down on them. Hey, I would love for the Bears to be great, um, but it's just so Chiefs. Just like oh, crying their way out of the, something. And they're like, the, we're the champs. We there's can't do this to there's us. no way that they can get out of this, right? Or do you know. believe that 
they'll give it to him. I think they. I think they're gonna let him out of it. No way. Maybe the Broncos then can replace it, and we get to go to Germany. That That's would be the dope. only positive spin. That would. That is but true. wait, if the defending champs don't want to go there, you probably shouldn't be like pawing to go. Yeah. Right. Like maybe there's a I reason mean, there's, they don't want to go. They're in a different position. Like they, they're like, we just want a Super Bowl. Don't get rid of like a home. Like we don't need to be your traveling roadshow. Like. The Germans don't need to see the Super Bowl winners. That's what they're thinking. They That's just exactly want to stick around. They should be Germany. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. Damn, if they let him out of that. I know. There's no way. Because then I might start believing in some of the things Let's that you go. say. Let's go. Let's uh, go. You say. So. Now I'm kind of for it. <laughs> Germany would be awesome. I was actually. I, I watched a lot of stuff this weekend, but a lot of it was also about. Uh, <laughs> Henry. <laughs> no, I don't understand even what's so bad. But like all the bunkers that they had in World War II in Germany. This pretty is the crazy. thing you watched yeah. this weekend. <laughs> yeah. I watched like four playoff games yeah. across well, different yeah, sports yeah. and Ted Lasso. Yeah. And then what'd you do after 10 o'clock? Um, let's see. What did I do after 10 o'clock? Played some feet or played some Madden. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. I'm so bad watched at Madden. Ted Lasso. I'm so bad. I just don't understand being bad at Madden. I guess I don't understand being good at Madden. So. <laughs> History Channel Vault. That's what you want, though. Yeah. History Channel Vault. Yeah, it's like four bucks a month. It's incredible. Zach lost to the team that was previously thought to be the worst team. That was, uh, he was, yeah. Wait, right was it before, Cam? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right before we played, he was getting roasted in the chat for yeah. like being. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to go. He's in my division. What was the score? I play him right after my bye. Um, oh, he took off at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it was. Uh, yeah, we. I, one of my goals was to get a 17 point win, and I never do that one. But this time, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna set that as a goal, and I probably flipped the other way. I've wow. been uh, I've been hitting that one. I just feel like it fires my team up. Mm. Mm. When you hit it? Or yeah. to know that like, that's the goal I'm just like, boys, in. we're not coming here to win. We're coming here to dominate. Mm. The, with Madden being such a garbage game, like I uh, my last game against the Browns. Browns? Mm. No, it wasn't the Browns. Oh, it was against Mile High Mike. It's our guy. Oh, oh it was the one before. Yeah. It's the Vikings. I have this scenario where it says, like, if you uh, if you don't turn the ball or if you turn the ball over one time or less and win all of your offense gets plus 10 morale wow i did it and it didn't hit no it gave the morale to the other team oh my <laughs> god <laughs> yeah he got uh, every offense like he, we were talking after he's just like going through he's like wow I, I didn't hit my goal but i got this plus 10 morale <laughs> so I was like, no maybe yeah. that's why i'm bad at madden is because of just madden maybe itself maybe yeah that's oh. what I tell myself anytime oh. something goes wrong. For me. <laughs> so disappointing. Uh, I tell that myself every day then. One time, Jets week one. I actually told this to my oh, opponent no, this last weekend, be. but um, Mitch Smith, big drive Mitch. Yes. A yep. uh, great golfer. And he told me like he never allows himself to believe when he hit a bad shot, it was his fault mm. because it's just like a mental thing. Yeah, You're just yeah. like, oh, like the wind blew or like I heard a dog bark in the distance. Like <laughs> I did everything right. That's what I take into my uh, Madden approach. But then couldn't that hurt you because you'll never get better well, from learning? I mean, how he's much already really good. Yeah. Really oh, wow. <laughs> of course, I should have oh, known. No. I, I do. Was, have I room. was talking about Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Then like it's it's only when you're in the moment that you have to think that way. Then when the when the round ends, you're like, okay, I did have back. an issue with my approach uh, shots. Okay. But like while you're in the moment, you can't be like, oh no, what am I doing wrong? Because then it'll you'll start thinking too much that is such uh in uh, an athlete and competitive way to think like like michael jordan would just make things up that his opponent said about him yes. in order to just get fired up yes yeah yeah i mean a little psychotic but mental oh, yeah. strength is really yeah. what it comes down yeah. to. yeah mental twistability in its own way yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, we got one more question on the website. Let's hit it from Nash. Bronco says, this may have already happened on today's pod, but can you guys lay out the important dates slash schedule for OTAs this year? Thanks. So later this week, rookie minicamp, which means the rookies will be in the building together mm -hmm. for the first time. We'll see if they, I would think that they'd actually do football things on the field since that's Sean Payton's way. That's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Then the rookies can join the team starting next week for continuing the lifts and workouts. The Broncos are doing things very differently. You've probably seen 31 other teams post to their social media about how they're throwing the football, 
doing these things. Broncos aren't just not posting that. They're also not doing that right now. They're just uh, lifting weights. But in three weeks from today, no, maybe only two weeks from today, the Broncos start OTAs, and OTAs is actually football practice. And they do that for four weeks, ending with their mandatory mini camp at the end of that in June. And we supposedly will get to be there for some of the OTAs. So that's when we'll start wow. giving you more breakdowns of what's actually happening if Sean's nice enough to allow us. He wakes up on the right side of the bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. If the NFL makes him. It's true. If the NFL makes him. We or if might, we'll just accept a fine. We might also get a little access this weekend with rookie minicamp, but maybe not. Speaking of waking up on the right side of the bed, I just have to plug this really quick. Um, our, my guy, Andrew, big listener of the show. Hell yeah. Um, hooked me up uh, and uh, his company is called sleep nerds okay mm. hooked me up with the greatest mattress of all time oh love andrew of course yes. yeah yeah yes. yeah big homie brought me a mattress with an adjustable base my I've, life will never be the same i've only heard the words adjustable base yeah yeah i mean like you've seen it right the bed that like you can press a button and then oh, it, like, it does that. Sit up. Dang. So now I'm like, I think I need a big screen yeah. in my room yeah. because yeah. I don't really <laughs> ever want to leave this bed. Because if I, if I want to watch TV, I just go <laughs> sit wow. up. Then you can even like lift the legs a little bit. So yeah. you got a little foot rest. Yeah. It is. I'm living like a, a, in a world that I didn't know existed. Damn. And way you're, above my pay grade. You're honestly. laying wow. in a world that you didn't know existed. Yep. Yep. Also upgraded from queen to king. Dang. I feel like I could go for like a swim in my bed. Honestly, wow. I have a king as well. Maybe too much room? No. Oh, I, I mean, get lost <laughs> in it, man. If you think about it, for me, I take up twice as much space on the bed. <laughs> so it's perfect amount of room. For I me. never touch my partner anymore in bed. It's so <laughs> sad. <laughs> well, like, you know, just in the oh night. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was meeting it in the space way. Yeah, you do have to, you do have to like, barrel roll yeah, over roll there. over it. <laughs> uh, plenty of room for the cats though plenty of room for all of us plenty of room for all the cats. yeah you yeah. could have like 17 cats <laughs> you could you could <laughs> yeah so shout out to andrew big homie uh, yeah um i will you could i'll never be able to go back from this no yeah. no you probably never need to like buy anything new no. it's true if you got the king and the adjustable base what is there okay, i don't every like five years or so you want a new mattress i've heard yeah, yeah, that's but true. But the adjustable base, thing. as long yeah. as yeah, it's like you know, the motors yeah. in there are still yeah. kicking, like yeah. just put a new mattress. Yeah, on yeah. There you go. There you right. go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Was the partner listening? <laughs> <laughs> Not even married yet. Sad <laughs> state of affairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's gonna wrap it up. Wait, for do us. we make comments? Did we do the comments? We did. We the did. Comments. Yeah, we got the comments. Oh yeah, that's right. With the whole King of Henry thing. Yeah. 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 Yep. I remember. All right. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you tomorrow on DMVR Broncos podcast. Flying cotton